0: Welcome to the Go GoBundance podcast, the audio channel for healthy, wealthy, generous men who choose to lead epic lives. You know, the problem with most successful guys is they are awesome, yet at the same time, they suck. <laughs> they're too one-dimensional. Like, they have big, fat money, but also a big, fat gut. <laughs> or the opposite. They may look good as hell naked, but if you look in their savings account, they're as broke as a $3 watch. Some may have both muscle strength and financial strength, but they've been divorced five times and their kids don't even speak to them. Some have huge smiley family portraits in their foyer, but not a single friend that's honest and objective with them. Some may be gregarious as hell, surrounded by people and hugs galore, but their charitable giving is shameful. Come on, man, really? That's all you gave back? I think you get my point by now. At GoBundance, we know we're not perfect, but our goal is to be better better multidimensionally, in six simple categories. We call these our pillars. Number one, horizontal income. Number two, age-defying health. Number three, bucket list adventures. Number four, genuine contribution. Number five, authentic relationships. And number six, extreme accountability. So speaking of number six, let's dig into this week's interview with a GoBro, And you can tell me, is he walking and talk or is he a false prophet?
1: <laughs> All right, go bros. What is up? I got Mr. Jonathan Graham uh, from sunny California. What up, Jonathan? Hello, hello, hello. Pleasure hey, to Jonathan. Yes, sir. Let's, uh, let's start this off, brother, with just, you know, like a three to four minute story of Jonathan Graham's life from the day you're born till now.
2: Yeah, originally born in uh, Michigan, lived there for about six months, and then moved to uh, California, where my mom's from, and grew up there pretty much all my life. Studied uh, electrical and computer engineering in school, always had a passion for business, though, the first few years as an engineer, and then moved to more business-focused roles, had some entrepreneurial efforts along the way, weren't quite successful, that's what actually led to my Focus in real estate. I was trying to find the business with the highest probability of success. So, uh, doing some research, I realized that was in insurance and banking and real estate. So that's where I made the decision to do that. After shutting down a being a, being a co-founder of a mobile app company, but yeah. Currently, W two guy, work at Apple, planning to exit here in the next year. Uh, and that's where I joined GoBunnets uh, over a year ago, when I put myself around other folks who are like minded and similar approach to life and appreciate some of those same conversations. So it's been been good doing that. Interest-wise, I enjoy being active, uh, being outdoors, basketball, golf, snowboarding, tennis, running, hiking, a number of those things. Didn't like to use my passport every year. Didn't do it this last year with COVID, but uh, definitely looking to do it in 2021.
1: Awesome. All right, well that's uh that's really cool, uh Jonathan. So uh now you live in Cali. Are you single? Do you got a family? What's going on there?
2: Yes, I have a girlfriend recently started dating and I have a dog that I uh got about uh one year ago.
1: So really? that's the family. That's the family. What, kind of, the family. what, what <laughs> kind of dog you got?
2: He's a black lab pit bull mix. He's about two two and wow. a half years old, got yeah. him from the shelter. He's awesome.
1: Yeah. That's awesome dude that's that that that's a good dog. I like the big dogs. All right, buddy. let's get into some um let's get into the back of your baseball card. Now let's talk about your horizontal income. so what's your current horizontal income uh four
2: hundred thousand
1: okay, and so tell me about that like where's that coming from?
2: That comes from apple base salary of two hundred and four thousand, and the other comes from stock and bonus.
1: So that's your that's that's gonna be your vertical income because you have to trade
2: time. Oh, to oh, no, excuse, oh excuse me, excuse me, excuse
1: me, excuse me. Yeah, yeah. My bad.
2: Yes. I've got my yep. yes yep. correct. Horizontal income so is 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 thirty thousand dollars.
1: All right, cool. And what what do you do for Apple?
2: I work on the App Store team helping companies grow their businesses. So uh, a lot of analytics uh, and and optimizations of, of you know top to bottom funnel optimizations.
1: Yeah, they, I mean, they got you pretty good at four hundred grand. You know, I know Jamie Gruber, who who does these podcasts as well, just left his job at Geico with a similar salary, and and it it, it was very hard. I mean, he thought about it for a year, or so uh, to give up that salary to go into you you know the the world of entrepreneurial uh, horizontal income more you, you know than working for the man. So, uh,
2: anyways, you mm-hmm. should. Uh, Definitely connect with him. In- I, I will absolutely. He's a good guy. I met him in uh, in Colorado last year, but I haven't followed up with him. So yeah, yeah.
1: He just literally left recent, like in the last thirty days. So uh, talk about the emotions there of uh, stepping off the cliff. All right. So the thirty grand. So what? Um, what do you? What do you got that in? How are you getting that horizontal income?
2: Uh, that's in a rental uh, that I have in a triplex, and then dividend paying stocks.
1: There we go. All right, and uh, so uh, what is your horizontal to net worth ratio? Your horizontal income to thirty grand as a percentage of your total net worth?
2: Yeah. So that thirty thousand dollars out of my net worth is two point three million dollars. So that would I mean, be like one and a half percent. One one point five one point three percent. Correct. Yeah, two two three.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right, and then
2: what is uh, what percentage are you? Still figuring that out. What is So how but, much does it cost you to live? Still figuring that out. My actual fixed expenses are probably, <laughs> because <laughs> I, I I ended up moving back into one of the units of the triplex. So if I were to rent it out or so, that, that would change that dynamic. And then I'm figuring out some additional things as well. But yeah, I'd probably be about a, a 40 percenter. Got it. All right, yeah. so going to get uh, about about five thousand dollars a month. To be fixed costs. I have no no debt, geez. no no credit card. a two thousand huh? two thousand two two thousand two Camry. You know, wow. So. so you're frugal. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Awesome. All right. Sweet. Let's move on to age-defying health, the next pillar. Uh, how much do you weigh?
2: Two
1: twenty-six. And what's your body fat percent?
2: Last time. Which was about three months ago, it was about 21.8. All right. And what's your,
1: so, yeah. what do you, like, tell me, tell, My goal tell is me about to get your
2: diet. 12, 12%. 12, 12%. Wow. Okay. This year, that's the goal. So, yeah, just joined the gym yesterday, working out, have a, have a plan, working with the trainer, and doing this. You know, 80% of it is diet. So, that's the real focus. Morning time, I'll have a breakfast for uh, I'll have a smoothie for breakfast, which has you know, a Vitamix with a bunch of vegetables, protein, etc. in there. Lunchtime, I'll have a salad with uh, you know, salmon or you know, chicken breast on there. And then at dinner time, I'm trying to have less meat to process more, you know, le- le- less process on you know, going to sleep. So, what um like, that's you one way? It's not so much the percentage, it's more about the percentage, uh body fat than it is the number right so i have 184 pounds of lean mass so if i just had fat if i just had bone skin and muscle i'd still be 184 so
1: Hmm.
2: i have have high bone density and a larger build so it's not so much about the the weight amount as it is the body fat right
1: yeah yeah so
2: so actually actually the last time i was i weighed i had a 226 my weight was 226 and i was 25 percent body fat so the most recent time, I was 229 and 22% body fat, 21.8. So the scale can be misleading as a metric uh, to optimize for because we all have different types of body composition, yeah. You
1: know? Got it. Yeah, it's so true. So true. Good stuff. Well, it sounds like you're at least focused on it. All right, let's, uh, let's move on. Uh, and, and what sort of exercise are you going to do with the trainer? Are you doing high-intensity interval training? And how many days a week?
2: Yeah, so my girlfriend and I are training for a, a half marathon in the fall in, in October. Uh, so three days a week we're running, and then the other three days we're doing strength training with, with, with the trainer. So that is a combination of things based on on, on that. Mm. That's awesome, dude. I love, I love uh,
1: October running races. I mean, it's, the weather is so cool for that all right so uh let's move on to the third pillar authentic relationships uh tell me about your family siblings parents other types
2: of relationships like that yeah just saw them this weekend had a great time with mother's day very close with both of my parents my sister was there as well very close with her so yeah i'm blessed to have a really good family and good relationships with them Relationships okay, so you got you got one sister right yep one, one sister. That's nice. it. Just she and I.
1: And and you grew up in Michigan, you said?
2: I was born in Michigan. Grew up in California, though. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you've lived where? I've lived... Technically, I lived in Michigan for six months. I've lived uh, in multiple parts throughout California. I've lived in Charlotte, North Carolina. And yeah, so mo- most of my life I've lived in, in, in California. Okay.
1: All right, so let's talk about those outside of blood relatives or and or blood relatives. But um, if you died today, who would be
2: your six pallbearers? Great question. Pallbearers are typically males, right?
1: Typically males, but not to say that you can't
2: have a female pallbearer. Got it. Yes, I'd have Brandon, Charles, Mario, Brandon. Matt and my dad. That's probably who it would be. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So, so oh, most man. of those guys, and, and three of the three of those guys I known from college. One is my father, and other two guys I known from uh, that are friends through different nonprofits that I volunteer with. Nice. They're both volunteer mentors, so I, I consider myself. I, oh no, I, I and I got some more people who'd be in there actually. Yeah, I'll say yeah. Danny and G Matt, they would probably be in there. Danny and G Matt. Those are my two friends from high school. But I talk to those guys every day. So, yeah, and that, that's, I, that's what it would be. Yeah.
1: There you go. That's good stuff, man.
2: Good stuff. So it sounds like you got a good uh, group of friend levels there. Definitely. Uh, I, I, I do. I think that that's probably the biggest thing. I remember uh, Ray Dalio, his book Principles, he talks about meaningful work and meaningful relationships. And that's kind of like when you mentioned Jamie Gruber leaving you know, a good corporate job. One of the things that i realized is that the optimization for a nominal number although uh you know you want to make a lot of money and i have the opportunity to do that as well entrepreneurially but it's really about meaningful work and meaningful relationships doing things that you find with your time to be beneficial to not just you but also the world and then doing it with mm-hmm. people that you love so that's that's the definition of a quality life that i've, I've borrowed from him in, in reading that so i think that the opportunity to build relationships with people that you can have authentic, deep conversations, really support people through the ups and downs of life and explores your, ex- expand your brain and expose, expose you to different things that you may not have been aware of is really like one of the richer experiences. Gadgets and, and, and things are nice, but it's really experiences and, and people that matter the most to me. That's awesome, dude. Love it. All
1: right, so let's talk about your life happiness index. What is your LHI? L-
2: I don't know how to calculate that.
1: So the LHI is um, is a form that if you go on the GoBundance, uh website and you go to GoBroConnect, I'm not going to have you do it now, but this is actually good advertisement for those listening that haven't done it. You go in, okay. you put in your you put in your username and passcode, and uh, you, you could scroll down to to forms and uh, and, and just fill it out. It takes five minutes, but uh, okay, but it ba- it basically uh, yeah you Know, tells you, you know, on a level of uh, all the different categories about 20 different categories where you rank. We'll skip over that, but let's talk about genuine contribution. You seem to have a big heart. Tell me about, first of all, let's talk the exact numbers. Um, so what is your give back ratio? Like, of the, of the say 430 grand um, that you're pulling in between horizontal and vertical income, how much up? Uh, you know, what's your ratio for giving back? So if you gave back, you know, 43 grand, that's 10%. five percent right.
2: what's yours? Well, are we counting taxes? Because I pay a lot in taxes. Ah, no, we're not. I, I think we money should money. count taxes, right? Oh, <laughs> <God>. Not really. <laughs> but I know you, you may not count for this, but I think that is a significant factor. I'll have more opportunity to do that in the future when I'm paying less in taxes, right? And more... Okay. Tax-efficient manner, but yeah, it's about one and a half percent.
1: But you could, one and you could also, you know, hours volunteered as you know count. You just figure out your monthly, your you figure out your hourly rate, and you times it times the amount of hours you volunteer. So you mentioned you have some mentors or some some people yes. you work with at a, at a nonprofit. What is that about?
2: Yeah, so I, I very much believe and put out the same energy that I want to receive in the world. So I have a passion for helping young people, particularly. A lot of access to knowledge is very important, I believe. So that's where I'm happy to share that. i a volunteer mentor with a few different organizations, uh, upwardly global, which helps immigrants who are transitioning to America. There's a lot of people who are underemployed who are, you know, coming from one country have skills and they're basically not aware of all the different cultural norms, etc. So I help them with interviewing and. Resume prep, etc. I'm a volunteer mentor with a nonprofit called Year Up, which uh, helps people get skilled in technology roles. So helped a young man move from being a retail security guard to a QA web analyst for for, for Gap on their website, you know, went from making seven bucks an hour to 24 bucks an hour in a matter of six months. And also, I'm on the board of a nonprofit uh, the Strauss Foundation, which is a family foundation that backs ambitious sophomores, engineers, and colleges for mission driven projects. That's
1: awesome, dude. Upwardly mobile Strauss Foundation. Yep. Sounds like, sounds like you, uh, you put a good amount of thought and a good amount of energy and time and, and into a couple different ones.
2: Yeah, that's, that's important for me. I uh, want to make that a, a habit because I, I know as I grow and continue, to write, it's something that's always part of, you know, being in person, you know, service to others is part of our, you know, our rent here on this earth, so.
1: Yeah, uh, there you go. What's up, everybody? This is Pat Hyben and Tim Rode, uh, founders of GoBundance, and we wanted to give you a quick sneak peek of our August event coming up in Steamboat, Colorado. Yeah, we've gotten a lot of uh, feedback that you'd love to see us kind of go back to the old ways. Want to see us do the one sheets, want to see go talks, more connecting at the event. So, we're committed this year and we promise. Number 1, all four elders are going to be there. Number 2, it's going to be 50% on stage, 50% off stage, which means you know, 50% of the time at least is going to be spent interacting with all the other members. And some of the cool things that we got going for you on stage is of course as usual we're going to do the bull versus bear and we really really put our heads together and said what is something that's debatable and that one thing is retail so we are going to bull versus bear on the asset class retail real estate is that going to bomb or should you be buying into that that's number one. We're gonna be doing the ever popular 728 program with Aaron West, Daniel Del Real. We're gonna have David Osborne leading three businesses through the gauntlet. the gauntlet. And if you haven't seen the last gauntlet, the gauntlet is basically it's a shark tank. David's gonna run the shark tank. He's gonna be like the three shark tank judges all in one. Actually, what he's gonna be is he's gonna be like the 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 interactive guy and then the audience is going to be like the judges so the three shark tank people will come and present at the gauntlet then they'll go into a soundproof booth and everybody will rip them to shreds in the audience so it'll be really really cool and very engaging as to um how people pick apart investments and of course they're real investments so afterwards if you want to throw some money down on it, you can too. And then during the day, of course, we'll be getting the goods in the woods. We have all sorts of fun things lined up for you. Plenty of options to play hard, to uh, play light. However you play, there will be a way for you to get it. Yep, and something we're going to do that we haven't done before, we're going to have a very organized golf tournament it's gonna be a GoPod golf tournament, or if your GoPod is not there, then you can just pick a random foursome. We're also gonna have an Ultimate Frisbee GoPod Challenge. So, in your GoPod, you're gonna go against other GoPods in a game of Ultimate Frisbee, and we're gonna bracket it. We're gonna have a huge prize at the end for the winner. So, here's the deal sign up, come to Steamboat in August. Here's all the information on the screen. We look forward to seeing you there. The wrong tribe confounds, the right tribe compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller, Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. All right, let's move on to pillar number five, extreme accountability. Uh, Tell me about uh, your GoPod.
2: Yes, in the GoPod are four other GoBros, and we meet weekly on Thursdays, Thursday morning. Yep, who's in it? Uh, James Aduna, Gabe Radovsky, Daniel Casey, and Trent Parks. Nice. Now, have you
1: guys met uh, outside of uh, on the phone at all?
2: We have not. All right. Hopefully, I in, haven't... in Steamboat, we will.
1: I have an opportunity for you in Steamboat. We are planning uh, two events. One is a GoBro golf tournament. I mean, a GoPod golf tournament. Who are are the best golfers? And if you're not a golfer, and or we are planning a GoBro Ultimate Frisbee bracket. Okay. So I I heard your GoPod was pretty weak and unathletic, and and it was going to (laughs) get crushed, but I think you should... (laughs) Just trying to rouse you up so you get the, so you sign up. Yeah, I'd like to. Okay. it's a great opportunity. We're gonna have GoPods, and then and then of course, if you hold GoPods out there, you can just pick some other members and put them on your team and uh, and, uh, and and join it. So it's gonna be it's gonna be kind of a fun thing we're doing this year for the first time. So we rented out two fields next to each other, and you could actually hire referees. So we got two official ultimate frisbee referees.
2: Nice
1: uh, to, to referee the whole thing
2: uh, it's going to be awesome.
1: all right, so let's talk a little bit about business. what's your biggest business goal of the next twelve months
2: of the next twelve months so it's uh, getting everything in line with uh, so I' have a partner that i've been working with outside of Apple on commercial real estate stuff so he's full- time syndicator focused on affordable housing and uh, mobile home parks and I'm planning to go join him and help handle more of the automation, technology, marketing, vision, organizational design stuff. So that's what I've been testing the relationship over the past year. So it's really just implementing a lot of these things. What I'm trying to do is implement traction. The EOS system right now, just basically a lot of entrepreneurial fires that, you know, it's very common for someone to fight things he's dealing with, so adding some structure and leveling things up. That's the biggest thing with the next 12 months and, and getting everything firm. So when I jump from Apple, that's, everything's all clear. So what kind of business are you going to open? Purpose driven commercial real estate and private equity investment firm.
1: So, so you're going you're to invest in, in commercial real estate and then syndicate uh, the money or what, what What are your plans? Correct. And, and all over the United States or? Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Good stuff. All right, so let's... How long have you been in GoBundance?
2: Uh, a little over a year. Okay,
1: and how old are you? 37. All right, cool. All right, so let's talk about your past 37 years. Every great musical artist has a greatest hits album, if they've been along around long enough. And I want to know what Jonathan Graham's greatest hits are for the past 37 years. So if you had to pick three really poignant moments, like moments where, you know, uh, you're dying and you're looking back and these three moments are flashing through your eyes. as like the three best moments of your life. What are they?
2: Hmm. I I would separate those two from a greatest hit I would think of as an achievement and versus the greatest moments of my life would maybe be potentially experiences. Yeah. Either or.
1: Either or. Like it would be the day that you
2: reach this and then you you know whatever yeah so from an from an achievement side i would say probably the day i graduated college you know had a very challenging major so that was it was very good affirmation for you know being persistent sticking to something that's a challenge and, and working hard i think that is very important foundation to have a second would be professionally launching a product at netflix that was very complex high impact high visibility initiative that i led helping netflix use movie scripts data science to, to read movie scripts and predict which titles they should buy which titles to, to pass on and then i would say probably buying the triplex as well I bought a value add deal fully occupied bought the tenants out renovated it tripled the rent so did all that on my first try had no no one helping me out. Figure that out on my own. So, yeah, those three those three events, all for the same, you know, general theme of of uh, you know having something that challenges you, dealing with adversity, dealing with you know an ambiguous situation, and coming out with a win. Mm.
1: Mm. Love it. okay. So now let's let's shift to the future, right? You got mm-hmm. you live to one hundred. You got sixty three years left. What do you What do you want uh, some of your
2: greatest hits to be in the future? Yeah, really that's all about touching people's lives, knowing that I use my resources, my gifts, my talents to make the world a better place. And that's it. That's that's where I mentioned, you know, having a a nonprofit, you know, a for profit business with the nonprofits consciousness, right? Um, being mindful of the impact that I want to have in the world. So I really believe in, you know, one of the, one of the reasons that attracted me to go abundance was the, the pillar of contribution and baked into the business that I'm building is this contribution, right? This is not an afterthought. It's a forethought. So uh, really helping people understand how to quote unquote play the game. Uh, that's probably the biggest mm-hmm. thing. If you think So about maybe Robert, cr-
1: create a charity that uh, helps a million people improve their fiscal acumen, something like that, if you wanted to get more specific. Yeah, well, it's not just a
2: charity, right? So we have mobile home parks that we own right now. And this is what we're working on is how to actually increase the financial intelligence of the park residents and improve, uh-huh. you know, their ability for economic empowerment. So this involves giving everybody a copy. It was three things that we're focusing on, you know, mindset, mindfulness, and money. So mindset, understanding where you are in the world and understanding whatever limiting beliefs may be keeping you down. Mindfulness, meditation is commonly practiced skill, but you know, over eighty percent of successful people who do this very helpful for stress relief, right? Improving cognitive function. It's something that everybody can benefit from and doesn't cost a lot. And then money is basically the skills of understanding, you know, how Rich Dad, Poor Dad explains this in his book, Robert Kiyosaki. we give, you know, folks uh, the cash flow board game, right? So these are examples of in the business, baked in is contribution. This isn't an afterthought or a charity. So that's the commercial real estate side, right? And from the private equity aspect that's in the future, buying businesses and being a force for good with the business, right? You have, you're a steward over someone's life for 40 plus hours. a week. So it's not when you have an afterthought of how do I go do something nominal uh, for this? It's no, you have someone is in your care for 40 hours plus a week, and you have the opportunity to influence them with the values and to make the world a better place. Uh, there's a beautiful book that's written by Bob Chapman, who's done this. You know for over 80 different companies the book is called everybody matters it's a really incredible book but uh you know they've gotten over 17 percent compounded annual return for 40 plus years with the Barry mother companies so it's a very human-centric business uh, approach to business it's very inspiring definitely check recommend other people check it out if you're interested in doing that but yeah that's ultimately my life calling make a bunch of money by helping other people and improve their lives so
1: there you go yeah, they call that dharma, right? When you can, when you could uh, do something that's good for you, but also good for everybody else, and, uh, and and that's what it is, right? Making money and improving everybody's lives around you, making money. So let's uh, let's wrap this up, Jonathan. Actually, normally what we do is we spend from the GoBundance app, but I, I was reading uh, this morning. Naval Pravakanth and he had this neat question. I said, you know what? I'm gonna ask Jonathan this question. And he asks, he says, what percentage of your life is interest versus obligation? Yeah, I'd say about forty percent. Forty percent is interest and sixty obligation. Yeah, it's a cool question. I like it. I I I kinda think of it like The I/O quotient, right? Interest versus obligation quotient. I think we're all kind of on a path to to be 100% I, right? Where we're just like it kind of works with Robert Kiyosaki's I, right? We all we all want to be the investor. We also Mm -hmm. want to be the interest, you know. Where everything we do is just out of interest. Like if we if it doesn't interest us, we don't do it. And we we don't we're not and there's no obligation. Like we have to do it. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting debate for sure.
2: Yeah. I I think that as a general framework, you want to do things that you're mostly interested in. Uh, but I do think that there are things such as if your partner you're married to does get cancer, you're not really interested in being in a hospital by their side, but I think there is a moral obligation to support somebody that you made a commitment Mm. to before your friends, family, and God to be there for So I think there's a lot of, you know, secrets of the, not, not secrets of the ancestry, but, uh, eat, pray, love type glamorization of just follow your passion and do what, what what you need. But we're able to have this conversation today right now because of the sacrifice that many, many people made um, working very long, hard hours, right? And multiple different generations from the silicon wafer that's there on the hardware side to the internet protocols that this data transmission is over to the folks who you know are able at Zoom who are able to use AWS, right? To actually host this on the cloud, right? It's not just one thing there's a lot of you know men and women who sacrifice their lives for us you know for us to have the freedoms that we have in this country right and so they had a sense of obligation they're doing those things so i think it's a privilege to only focus on just doing what you're interested in yes as a general framework you want to have more things that you're interested in that day but i do think that we have right. an obligation to do things But it would it would,
1: it would be up to the dif- a separate person because if you were a nurse you may be interested Right, and that type of stuff, or or, or you I'm know, saying people idea. were drafted.
2: People were drafted. They were not, if they were only well, interested, draft. they to dodge the draft, right? They're, yeah. they're like, no, I have an obligation to my country. I'm going to go do it. But if yeah. you follow the interest thing, you're just like, eh, I'm going to go to Canada. Right. So the people that I respect do own up to obligations, even when they're inconvenient. Not necessarily for their their interests. I think that's from a societal perspective. If two people are only focused on their interests, we can have some you know, some inc- consequences that are not really beneficial for the rest of the world. Yeah, no, it's a great, it's but a as great,
0: a general, as a general, understa- as a
2: general, as a general point, I agree. You want to do more things that you're interested in, right. And, and find that yeah. alignment of things that are there. Right. Beautiful.
1: All right, Jonathan. Well, listen, it was great catching up with you, man. I look forward to uh, uh, talking with you more face to face in uh, Breckenridge and, uh, Likewise. Actually, Steamboat. I don't know why I always get those mixed up, but uh, it's Steamboat. So we'll, we'll, we'll dig deep, buddy. Cool. Looking forward to it. Thanks so much, Pat. All right, man. Have a great day. Appreciate it. The Wrong Tribe Confounds. The Right Tribe Compounds. Get your free copy of the runaway bestseller, Tribe of Millionaires, a $20 value at tribeofmillionaires.com, free. Just pay the shipping. That's tribeofmillionaires.com. Aussie, Aussie, Aussie! Oi, oi, oi! The Honorable Australia, you croaking, abundant scoing! Well, the Aussies won't have us, but the Ecuadorians are saying... Come on! Win it, go it. Grab life big at the Galapagos Islands and Ecuador! September 13th through September 23rd. We fly into Quito and immediately ship off to the Hot Springs Resort, where you can put one foot in the Northern Hemisphere and one foot in the Southern Hemisphere at the same time selfie. Day two, we travel to the Amazon jungle and go straight into it with some epic class four white water rafting. That night we stay at stunning Hamadradi Jungle Lodge. Then we travel downriver to a remote indigenous village for our give back project. There we'll be giving to a village of indigenous Ecuadorians who so need our help in rebuilding their community. And of course, we will be bringing hundreds of GoBundance Frisbees to teach the kids the game of ultimate frisbee later that day we'll be welcomed into the same community and thankful for our efforts and we stay with the tribe we say adios to our newfound friends and travel back up river and onward by road from the jungle back into the mountains this afternoon we'll reach Banyos, a small town situated in a valley at the base of an active volcano, then we'll head to nearby San Martin Canyon for a bunch of cool activities like ziplining, walking across a high, high, high suspension bridge, Via Ferrata, whatever the hell that is, and a canopy jump into the Rio Pastraza, sort of like. 12 shots of B12 right there! Day five, from Banos, higher to the Andes towards Cota Paxi. Now, we're gonna break into two groups. Each group is gonna do something on this amazing mountain or volcano. You will have your choice. Choice one, we're gonna wake up at midnight and summit that sucker so we are there at the sunrise. Now the summit is 19,347 feet, no joke. I highly recommend you train hard for this. Be ready for this, cause 19,347 is no joke. We'll have another group head to Hacienda La Aligra, a family owned horse farm located in the panoramic volcano valley we're gonna do some horseback riding and then do an epic mountain bike ride you don't have to decide till you get there it's gonna be absolutely epic either way we'll all return to quito it's time for aspiring adventures epic amazing race what a way to see quito ecuador Then we fly out of Quito to the Galapagos Islands. There we stay at the famous Finch Bay Eco Hotel for three nights in a row. And this afternoon, we're going to go wander and check out some of the weird and wonderful wildlife. We're going to do some scuba diving, snorkeling in the pristine waters of the Galapagos.
0: Pocket list!
1: Then on day 10, we are going deep sea fishing. This will be a day of epic nautical bombastia. And we fly out of the Galapagos, refreshed, re-energized, and with a soul that is majorly fulfilled. Ecuador is bound to be one of Goatbundance's most epic international adventures yet. And I hope to see you there. Go,
0: Ecuador! Thank you for tuning in to the GoBundance podcast. We hope to see you at a live event in the near future. If you're new to us, here's a quick explanation of our programs. Number one, Emerge, a web based journey for millionaires to be. Number two, Ascend, an interactive mastermind, the next stage of our journey. Number three, GoBundance Elite, the original tribe of millionaires. Number four, GoBundance Champions, 5 million net worth and above. Number five, GoBundance Women, a tribe of amazing, badass women. For detailed information on all five of these, simply find us at GoBundance.com. Until then, grab life big.